As a business professional, you want to eliminate friction in your business and life and be in control of your daily results to see progress in achieving your goals. Being productive is a continuous improvement process that everybody struggles with in one way or another. Welcome to the Productivity Mastery Method podcast. I'm your host, Chris Nixon, and I'm a productivity consultant. Every week, I'll share tips, insights, and interviews with guest experts that will help you think critically so you can take actionable steps to be more productive. Now that we've got this out of the way, let's dive into the episode. So to start, I'd like to invite you to share your name and feel the work that you do. Of course. My name is Sabine Kvenberg. I am a communication and confidence coach, and I help people get over the fear of being on camera and using their story and their presentation skills to really connect with their audiences. Wow. Wow. So a goal planning system is a set of tools that take you from vision to achievement. And during this podcast series, we talk about goal planning systems and the journey to refine the one that works best for you. So how does your goal planning system play a part in what you've described? That is extremely important because when you don't have a system, you know, be like a ship in the wind without a captain, because if you don't have any points of reference, you can get distracted very, very quickly and very easily. So a system, a goal setting system is crucial for success. So how did you come to realize that you needed a system for goal achievement? You know, it's really, it's really a process. It, way back, you know, it started out just making a to-do list, really. Mm-hmm. Oh, I have to get this done. I have to do that. And as I went further on with my career, uh, first of all, I, I had a performing arts school and uh, that I had for 27 years before I really get into coaching entrepreneurs. And of course, there are systems in place to, to grow, like for marketing and whatnot. And back then, I didn't have a specific goal-setting system. Uh-huh. That really came about when I started coaching aspiring actors to get started in the entertainment industry. <clears throat> and one of the things was I, I realized that talent is only 20%. 80% is your mindset and the systems that you use to pursue your career. So I started uh, writing a workbook and then that later on led into my book, Secrets on How to Succeed in Showbiz. Uh-huh. And in that book, I really p- put down what you got to do, how to set a goal, first of all, because there's also a way how we set a goal and also if we do it verbally or even writing it down in a very affirming way. When uh-huh. you have an affirmative way of saying things and also put feeling to it, it, it becomes more real. So if you do a statement like you have already achieved it, your subconscious mind's mind help you on that on that path, on the way to achieving your goal. So that that's the first thing. But then the second thing is you have to set up a plan. And there is your main goal, but you have to have goals in between, like steps almost that lead you to your goal. Uh. If you just have that big goal in front of you and don't know the little steps that you have to take in between, it makes it so much harder, right? So that's what I call the process goals. 
So you have a process in place. And and I broke that down in my book and I gave some examples. Mm-hmm. And that was very helpful. And I was using that then as well, obviously. So that was basically the beginning when I really uh, created that framework. So, so how does it uh, uh, tie then between what it is that you're uh, going after, the, the big goal, and then those process goals, right back to the, the daily tasks that you're doing? How's the connection work there? That's a great question. So let me give you an example. I'm, I'm taking that from out of my book. So if you want to become an award-winning actor, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, that's a great, that's a fantastic goal. But before you become this award-winning actor, um, you have to do certain steps, right? And you cannot just go, hey, I am here. No. Starting out, um, let me just shut that door. Do you hear my walk in the back side, in the, in the background here? I can hear him real life. Because he can be very loud at times. So the process goals would start out by, first of all, I have to go to school. Okay, what are the steps towards that? You know, finding the right school, researching the school. Then next step would be auditioning for it. Then the next step would be after you audition, completing the schools. Then after you're out of school, then starts the audition process and also processes as far as maybe finding an agency uh, and getting some more experience and getting Uh to know more people in the industry and then maybe taking the next step to audition for movies. But how do you do that? So, and then I go through the process that leads you to get bigger roles and bigger roles and bigger roles. And then eventually you maybe get that role, the main character or even a supporting character that wins you a nomination. So, you know, that's the way I kind of, gave an example how you break this down. Uh Of course, this is a big, big task. Let me give you a different example. If you, for example, and and I'm working with a lot of entrepreneurs or individuals who are unhappy with their job and want to change. So there's this big goal that they have right in front of them. Uh And how can I do this? There's a lot of information out there, obviously, but just taking the information is not enough. You have to set up those process goals. And with that, there's also a system how you do this on a daily basis. Mindset. You have to have the right mindset. On a daily basis, I am working on my mindset. And that would be one task that you want to put into your daily calendar, for example. Uh-huh. And the next would be, okay, if I want to learn those new skills to start my own business, I have to dedicate time every day to learn something that will help me become that new entrepreneur. If you want to teach something, right? You have a great skill in teaching singing, for example. Then you also have to learn how do I attract the right clients or students. How do I do this? How do I use social media? I mean, there's so many different ways and skills besides just knowing how to teach singing. So it's a little bit, a little bit of a long answer, but I hope that that answers your question. 
So, so I really like the idea of these important processes that you're that you're outlining. You know, process breaking it down into process steps that you might need to brush up on your own abilities in order to achieve that big goal that you're chasing. Near the beginning of your description, you were you were talking about mindset, and I hear the word mindset all over the place these days. It seems to be coming more and more, especially in the in the coaching world and in the the online business world and could you share an example or two of, of what a mindset improvement task might be that you would set? Well, absolutely. I do this every day. Maybe not every single day, but most of the days. Uh-huh. And that is, first of all, you have to understand that our mind is very powerful. We have our conscious mind where we make conscious decisions, but we also have our subconscious mind that takes everything in that we experience on a daily basis. Uh-huh. Millions of stimulus that come in on a daily basis. And we we don't process it consciously. But it's, it's still there. With other words, when you get information downloaded, so to speak, make a choice, a conscious choice, to have it a positive one. And you can do that every single day when you listen or read something positive. Either about the human condition, either a skill that you want to learn. But if you really want to work on your mindset, the positivity and the human condition, how we function, how our mind works is crucial. And when you do this on a daily basis, you will improve your mindset. And at the same time, it also leads you to adopt more positive habits. So, so if, if I understood correctly, then it's really, uh, it boils down to taking in, uh, nurturing stuff for the mind, whether that be reading, listening to a podcast or an audio book, something uh, that will help you work on those skills to be able to manage all those inputs. Yes, absolutely. And um, I have, I'm, I'm working with my community and I have um, a YouTube channel. So every Monday, I upload a new video. It's my Monday Mindset Minute or Minutes now where I always share something positive. I always share something that make people think, understand, or even reflect. Because I think when we reflect on our lives, our surroundings, and then journaling, writing it down, we can come to conclusions. We we are open to ideas. And when we journal something, maybe even some something negative that you experience or you're not in a good mood or last week I really, you know, was not on task, write it down. That also helps you to just release it. So it's not festering within you. Mm-hmm. And that's an important aspect too in the mindset process. So I've heard you mention journaling now, and we've talked about the big goals and the process goals and the daily tasks. Can we get a little bit more technical now and just talk about how do you actually manage those? Where do you write them down or capture them? And how does that process look like for you? Yeah, great question. I actually have two processes. I still like my my journal, and sometimes I even write down some of the processes in my journal my physical book. But most of the time I use, I use an app and in that app, I 
also journal. So I, I have that uh, digitally on my phone. Sometimes I'm, I'm not at home, so I, it's easier to do it on my phone. But there's also a plan section. And so you can create different plans on that app. And one is my Friday finisher. So sure. for the week, I write down my intentions. What do I want to accomplish this week by Friday, by uh -huh. end of Friday? And then uh, that this is my big list, so my, my, my goals for that week. But then I also take those goals and put it in an, an, an additional plan. So, okay, my plan, for example, is to to upload my new Monday Mindset Minute video, okay? Uh -huh. so I put that as the topic. And then what do I need to do for that? So, okay, record the video. Um, maybe before that, find a new topic or discuss something with another person. After I recorded that, then I edit the video. Okay. Then another step would be create the artwork. Then another step would be upload everything on my YouTube channel. And then an additional step would be for my final step, I always send out a newsletter on Monday, on Mondays and always share something inspiring, motivational, and then also share my video. So that would be kind of the process steps for that particular thing. So that sounds like something that could be templated. Does the, the software that you use allow you to copy that week to week and just plug in the specifics? Yeah. Well, this particular, and I'm happy to share uh, this uh, app with you, and you can put it and, and share it with, with, with the people. That's already okay. an existing app. I do also have, um, I'm, I'm working on a app myself that actually combines all the goal setting processes that I have and the frameworks that I'm using with my coaching. And so it's really all under one one roof, so to speak. So so people can then also uh, communicate with me and get additional training. So that's another thing that I'm that I am currently working on. Okay, now I'm really intrigued. You're developing an app. Now that's cool. So, so <laughs> So would you mind sharing a little bit then about uh, what were the gaps that you saw in the existing app and that you're trying to uh, accommodate with the app you're custom designing? Yeah. So no, actually the, the existing one is great. Um, and that is just for me, I'm using it personally. Uh, but the other, the one that I am developing is uh, more for community building. Oh. Okay. So to, to, to build the tribe that want to connect and are looking in, into the same direction. So the one app that I have is for, for mindset and growth. It's a personal growth app. Uh, that's not my app. That's what I'm using. But the app that I'm going to develop is the one that really builds the community of like-minded people that are looking for the same thing, you know, mm -hmm. really wanting also to grow, but wanting to 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 start their business, wanting to use their knowledge, what they already know, and their wisdom into um, action, and 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 I'm I'm able to help them with that because of my experiences and um, and the the systems that I developed along the way. So this would be like uh, somebody plugging into a goal planning system with an, a coach to go along with it. Correct. Nice, nice. Yeah. 
Yeah, because that's another thing that I noticed my, myself going through all of that is, yeah, there's great information out there. Yeah, there are great systems out there. But if you don't have a person that can really take you by the hand and 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 guide you along the way and also be your accountability partner you're holding you accountable for actually doing it because i i noticed a gap again and again there's a gap between knowing and doing and i actually wrote a song about <laughs> about it jump the gap from knowing to doing oh. so if anybody's interested to uh to listen to it they can do it on my podcast as well I uploaded it as a bonus. Okay, I've got to get a bell, uh, a, a bell or a ringer sound effect because as soon as someone brings up accountability, that just gets me all excited because I think accountability is, you know, the missing link for so many people. Um, there's there's so many systems and ways of doing things, but but at the end of the day, you're alone doing it, and and if you can have some help with the accountability to actually implement this stuff, that's just the magic. Yes. And if you have somebody who's using the systems and can guide you, it's, oh, let's do this, let's do that, and, and make it so much easier because you can actually talk with them person to person. Uh, even over Zoom, you can screen share. I mean, the technology that we have today is fantastic. And when you set up that hour, you actually get something done. Uh-huh. And somebody is there. I said, okay, I have to get this done now. And you see results. Uh-huh. Yeah. I'm a real fan of Gretchen Rubin's work, especially with the four tendencies. And, and to me, that really uh, outlines the different accountability styles. Some people need external accountability. Some uh, thrive on internal accountability. Uh, some are a combination of two. And then there's the rebels. That's kind of a different kettle of fish. But <laughs> uh, I, I'm curious, uh, how do you get your accountability? I have mentors uh-huh. and I also have colleagues. So I have uh, one one colleague. Uh, we were together in a mastermind. I am I'm I'm an advocate for masterminds because it again helps you not feeling alone. Uh-huh. Another thing that if you are part of a community that will develop new friendships. Uh, I have now one colleague. We really have a wonderful uh, friendship and we meet on a weekly basis just via phone or via Zoom, uh, sharing what we want to do and also sometimes asking for some some help. But that is an accountability right there and then said, okay, I said I would do this by the end of the week, so I better do it now. Uh So Sabine, I wonder if we could... uh... Uh, go backwards a little bit into your journey towards where you have, you know, what you've got set up now. Did you try some different systems that maybe didn't work so well or what did you discover along the way there? Yes. So, of course, there were just the regular calendar where you put things down, times and and lists. And then I discovered a... a, a I was uh, attending uh, Tony Robbins' Business Mastery. Oh. And with that, we also, he has a system that is very extensive, but uh, fantastic. And I used that for a time, but it is it is more challenging 
because it is so extensive, okay. I found for me, it was bugging me down a little bit. It was taking too much time to do all of that. Um, so now, and then I was using, you know, a, a couple others. But now I'm using a, a system that is in the, the Growth Day app that I mentioned earlier that really helps me, my 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 morning mindset, my plans, and it gives me also reminders that, oh, I haven't done that yet, another reminder. And it also lets me track my progress and also lets me track my habits. And I really like that a lot. So this is the system that I'm using now. And it's not that this is like 100% every day to the dot. No, I, again, as I mentioned to you, I like the written journal as well. And I keep track of some of my ideas and I keep track of some of my frameworks that I develop. So when I have a minute or a few minutes, just like, okay, now I'm relaxing. I have my cup of coffee and I'm in, good, in a good mindset. I did some, some work. I did some meditation before. And then I sit down sometimes to reflect and then I start journaling and then things start to happen. And then I'm writing it down in my physical journey. A journal. Mm -hmm. And for me, this is important too. And on that days, I'm not writing in my app. I'm not journaling in my app. So that is how I do do it for me. So I have a little bit of a hybrid. And and you mentioned, you know, not every day is a hundred percent the same or consistent. And you know, that describes humans, doesn't it? I mean, we're different every day. That's just how we are. And and I think black and white thinking of you know, either do it 100% or it's not working for me is is really a pitfall that uh, people can fall into. And I think it's important to, to have that grace, give yourself that grace, that success isn't necessarily 100% exactly the same every day. You got it. And this is so true. When people feel, oh, I maybe I, I bought this system or I bought this course or, you know, I, I subscribe to this and they slack a little bit or they skip something. And then all of a sudden I think, oh my gosh, uh, I, I can't do this. No, I always say to my clients and to myself, as you mentioned, give yourself grace. You're a human being. We are not perfect. But the most important part is to get back on the saddle, to uh -huh. get back in the game. Say, okay. I acknowledge my shortcomings. Now we're going to start again. Uh -huh. And sometimes it is actually good when you stop for a little while and then get back because you might have some new ideas. You see, I, through, you know, life happens, you know, we've removed and some family circumstances. So I was not journaling. I was so busy, I mean, literally busy with physical work and the moving and bought a house and all of that has something to do with uh, what you have to do. And so I didn't. However, I kept up my my readings or my listenings. I always listened to my mentor who feeds me every morning some positivity. And that one day, you know, he talked about journaling again and talked about reflection and getting back in the game. And then I thought to myself, 
so true. That's when I had my journal. I started writing it down and I made a decision to start working on my health again because that's what really was missing over the past uh, couple of years. I talked to myself. We have to have the positive self-talks with ourselves too. I said, you know, Sabina, it's time to get back on the saddle and work on your physical health a little bit more. And when your health is not good, your mental capacity is also not there. And when your mental capacity is not there, you are not journaling. You are not uh, uh, staying on task and working on your goals and keeping that main goal in your mind because you're too tired. See, it, it's not just the systems, Chris. And that's what I'm so passionate about when I work with my clients. It's a holistic approach. You have to be healthy. You have to, your, your body has to be healthy. So your mind has to be healthy. And when you have that, then you, um, you have more energy. And with more energy, you, you can do more things. And you have the energy and the enthusiasm to achieve and approach your goals. And when you have that, then you say, okay, how can I do this now? Let's put some process goals in place and let's put that up. And yes, now I'm ready to go. So it sounds like your health and well-being is a key component in your goal achievement system. Absolutely. So you, you talked about uh, journaling and, and, and going back to journaling after, uh, we'll call it a hiatus, I suppose. What, what, what? Um, and you discovered some things while journaling that probably wouldn't have come up if you hadn't started journaling again. Would that be accurate? Absolutely. It would be. So those insights were very important, it sounds like. I'm curious to know, Louis, what are your thoughts around uh, the actual tactile of writing on paper versus typing on a computer or perhaps dictating something? I think writing it on paper has something to do with, well, first of all, of course, preference, right? Uh -huh. and, and I'm not saying that one is not good. But for me, when I have that pen in my hand and and I actually do the handwriting, there is just a connection to your brain and writing it down rather than typing it. Typing for me is faster, um, but some but it's it's not the same for some reason or another. And on top of that, I have all my journals and I go back. Yes, I can go back on the app and look and read it, but it's still typed. Here I read my own handwriting, so I feel it's more personal. That's why I like to use that. Uh -huh. On the flip side, sometimes when I write things down or processes that I type into my in, in, into my journal, into the app, I can copy and paste and then later on transpose it or tr transfer it on a document that I then can use. So that will save me time. Uh-huh. So there are all the plus and minuses. For sure. And I, I'm just uh, thinking philosophically now, maybe I'm going a little bit off topic here, but, um, you know, our, 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 we're approaching the last generation where we're guaranteed to know how to write. Um, we're getting close to generations that may not handwrite ever as a, as a matter of due course. Uh, uh, I know my, my boys are in their 20s now and, and, they went through school of kind of handwriting was optional uh, oh. as long as they could print and type. Uh, it, it eventually, all the assignments were done on the computer, and I'm sure now it's even more done on the computer. What do you think that that implication will be for 
these future generations that don't have that tactile experience of writing their thoughts down? That is a very interesting question, Chris. I believe we are in an evolution process, no matter what, right? Uh-huh. And when we say, well, this one is bad and this one is good, we're, we are on the slippery slope because progress is there if we like it or not. You know, I mean, you, you go back to, to you know, hundreds and hundreds of years, you know, it's like, oh, that is so, so bad. Or even just when the when the internet was invented or the computer was invented or the typewriter was invented, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the same thing with books, you know, actually reading a, a piece, piece of paper. Right. Um, but I believe eventually it will go into that we don't even type anymore. I mean, I'm, we are talking philosophically here and yeah. way into the future, but in the future we may just read each other's minds and not even talk anymore. So is one good or bad? I don't know. In the metaverse. For the, time being, <laughs> for the time being, if we do something with our hands, and that would be, I guess, my approach, there is something that connects working with our hands and our brains that we don't have if we don't work with our with our body anymore. Uh-huh. You talked a bit about... Uh you know, being consistent and having accountability, but what's some other advice you'd share around sticking to a system once you choose one? You should have fun with the system. Uh. If you do not have fun, if you think, oh, this is so hard and now I have to do it, forget about it. But when you make it fun, Uh it's a different story. And one of the things that I give as well and that I also learned from my mentor is giving prompts, prompts that are fun. For example, who could you surprise today? Oh, I didn't reach out of it, right? Or what if you complete your Friday finisher? How do you celebrate? Oh, right? So you bring that fun into it. So it's not like it's a task or a must and it's like it's a, it's a chore that you have to complete. No, you want to complete because there is a reward on the other end. Uh And then the other thing is, so my background is the entertainment industries. I was a uh, musical theater performer, director uh, for 10 years in in Europe, in in Germany. That's my my, my, uh, home country that, that that I originated from and that I grew up. And then later on, I became um, also a singer-songwriter. I wrote a lot of uh, songs for church services that I attended. And later on, I started writing songs that I could incorporate into my talks as a speaker and also use those with my clients when I have a retreat or, um, you know, just even on, on Zoom. And, and I share that music so they can get inspired and motivated through music. Music has a very important um, effect on our physical being, on our emotions. And when we put emotions into systems, right, then it's not so dry. Then we can have more fun with it. So that would be my piece of advice as far as how to use systems in a, in a better way. Bring the fun. 
Uh-huh. But no matter what, um, I would say half, if anything, reward yourself. Wow. So the system that you use with for goal setting, what is a reward that you want to give yourself once you complete a task or once you reach your goals or both, you know, uh, to, to, to complete the process goals or this task that leads you to the goal. Give yourself another reward. Oh, one more thing that is absolutely crucial for your productivity. And many people don't take it serious or don't do it at all. And it is, it is proven, scientifically proven. When you sit in front of the computer for hours and hours and don't take a break, okay. your productivity goes down. You should take a break every hour. No long, you shouldn't work longer than 75 minutes. Okay. I oftentimes set my alarm when I work on tasks and for 55 minutes. And here are two things, uh, Chris, what happens. Number one, you all of a sudden feel, I have to get it done. So you're more concentrated to Uh get things done faster. And then number two, once you're done, once the alarm goes off, finish that sentence, but then stand up, stretch. It doesn't have to be a long break, but stretch and have a sip of water. Going back to feeling good and working on your mental and your physical health, being hydrated is absolute key for your energy and awareness and alertness. Even if you don't have a system yet, make that your system. We Uh all have our smartphones. We all have our phones here. You can set an alarm. Set an alarm for every 60 minutes, 55 minutes, 65 minutes around that time. And when that goes off, you stand up, you stretch, and then have a, a glass of water next to your computer. And that's my best piece of advice that I can give you. If you start any kind of system, start that system. Okay, so I'm sitting here trying to fix my posture, putting my shoulders back, and I'm looking at my glass of water here. I'm thinking about taking a drink of it. So you do this right now. (laughs) All right, we're going to have a drink of water. Cheers. Ah, that's good. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for that reminder, Sabine. So, would you mind sharing some of the successes, the personal successes that you credit to your goal planning system? Well, number one, it would be my content creation. I am a content creator. And if I wouldn't have a system, I wouldn't be able to serve as many people as I do now. I wouldn't be able to have my YouTube channel and my podcast that I started this year because I do have certain days where I am recording it, editing it, and then, of course, um, publish it. And in addition, I created courses and frameworks that I now can share. Without a system, I wouldn't be able to do that. And it's not just a goal-setting system or not just um, a calendar, but it's also the systems that I use that help me support all of that. The software, the, the applications, the platforms that I use. I, I, I use one platform that has everything under one roof. These systems allowed me to be more productive and allowed me to get to where I am today, literally. Wonderful. And that sounds like big successes, isn't it? Yes, yes. And it feels good. And I, I can tell you an, a controversy. When I first started out, I was going all over the place. 
It's a little bit here, a little bit there, a little bit from there. And I was constantly trying to be productive, trying to create something. And it was very tiring. Uh -huh. So once I then made a decision to use this one platform that I still use now for, for many years, that really made my life easier. And now I'm, I'm sharing it with, with, with my clients and now can help them too to be more productive and faster, especially if somebody uh, wants to make a shift. Because many, many people right now, Chris, we are in the phase that people from, from being scared to being complacent to wanting to be proactive. And, and, and that's uh, what, what I'm helping people doing to bring their passion or their knowledge and their skills and actually helping others with that skill and the passion that they have for helping others. Oh. Hold. Okay. So we... we do, do, do you want I'm to bring them to join you? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we have a... We have a thunderstorm right now. I live in Florida, and in the summertime, we have those big thunderstorms. When thunder starts, no, he needs to be where I am. So, oh, so, so he's at your feet now? Oh, yes, he is. Oh, good. He'll be comfortable yes, he's looking now. at me. <laughs> there he is. Yeah, he is. Okay. And there's the other one. That's my secretary. She was here all the time. She's okay. always where I am. Fred is always uh, warming my feet, too. I've got a little guy that... Lives right at my feet in my office here. Yep, that's right. That's right. So how has your system affected your overall organization, time management, and effectiveness, Sabik? Well, the time management is crucial. And when you have your system, I have what I call block time. So I, I put a block of time in my calendar to get certain tasks done. Uh -huh. And... That, I would say, is one of the most effective ways to really stay focused and on tasks. So when you have block time, in that block time, unless it's part of it, but you do not go to your email inbox. You do not look at your social media, right? Unless it's uh -huh. part of your specific task. So this is absolutely crucial for your productivity. And how has that really affected you? Uh, I tell you, if I don't have my block time, and again, we're all human. Every time that I stay on task with block time, I set my alarm, I turn off my phone, and I, uh, I close my browser. I am so laser focused, and I can get things done faster. When I'm not doing this, this is what happens. And I caught myself many times oh yeah um i have to go on facebook and do this one task but then something pops up on facebook that's what social media is designed to do to distract you right i have been there believe me so that affected me if i'm not using the system yes so sabine tell us uh, about your business and the services you offer and how would you like people to contact you to find out more sure sure well, uh, they can go to my website, sabinekvenberg.com. Yeah, that's where people can get in touch with me. I'm also on Instagram, again, Sabine Kvenberg. I have my YouTube channel, again, Sabine Kvenberg. Uh -huh. uh, so they can interact with me there and subscribe on my YouTube to get 
to stay inspired. But I also have a lot of free stuff that I'm giving away. Okay. One of the things I mentioned, I have a podcast called Become. Um, and if you uh, put this in Become and then my name, Sabine, then it should show up on iTunes. Um, and I have a bonus series there with one of my songs, Jump the Gap. And I have a lot of free stuff that I give away. But I'm also doing a, a webinar and that is to really help people go to the next phase that many people right now have to make a decision either to be proactive or not. Because remember, we were just coming out of that uncertainty and complacency for, okay, everything is okay now, but you don't want to stay in this place of just being okay. Uh -huh. You want to really take responsibility for your life and for yourself. And so I am putting together a, a webinar and a, depending on uh, when your uh, audience will listen to that, they would definitely see it on my website and always can contact me directly, Sabine at sabinequenberg.com. Marvelous. Thank you so much, Sabine. This has been a wonderful conversation and I appreciate you joining us. Oh, you're so very welcome. Thanks for having me. Thanks for taking the time to listen to this episode. If you think the show is of value and a must-listen for someone, feel free to share it with your productivity friends. And if you do, I'd be so grateful for your support. If you want to find the links, show notes, and resources, no matter what episode you're listening to, head over to chrisnixon.com slash podcast. That's C-H-R-I-S-N-I-X-O-N dot com slash podcast. If you want to connect with me on social, you can find me on Facebook at chrisnixon.com slash Facebook or LinkedIn at chrisnixon.com slash LinkedIn. Join the discussion for this episode on my LinkedIn company page, linkedin.com slash company slash chrisnixon. That's all for this episode. And remember, productivity is a continuous improvement process. Space Dust by Aerotone. Copyright 2022. Licensed under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Courtesy of dig.ccmixter.org. This episode of the Productivity Mastery Method podcast is copyright to Chris Nixon 2022. All rights reserved.